0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland Edition for the week of March 28, 2013. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Wayne Toygo has the next part in his Disneyland 101 series, and Tony has March Madness continuing coverage. All that plus this week's news, Roundtable Rapid Fire, and our Disboard Thread of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone.
1: Hello. Hello. Howdy ho there. Wow. Howdy ho. You're as welcome as can be. Yes, that. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> have a couple favorites. of favorites. <laughs> as always, I have a couple things in housekeeping. Uh, the Orlando... What? It's true.
2: You didn't even give us some like warm up chit chatty kind of hi, how you doing
0: time? Chit chat, you have 30 seconds, go.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to ask how many of you have actually broken into your child's Easter candy stash yet. And don't
0: lie.
1: I have my own stash.
0: The Easter Bunny hasn't brought it yet, so how could I?
1: Yeah, true. By the time this airs, it would have, you would have.
0: No, no, this goes up Actually no.
2: This is right before Easter, so happy Easter to everyone.
1: That's true.
2: Yeah, that. Everyone who celebrates Easter.
1: Or Happy Passover.
2: Yes, I was going to just say that Happy Passover. Nice. Can we I, can are I get to my, multicultural opportunity. Can I get to my housekeeping now?
1: Are your no. eggs colored? <laughs>
2: no. No, I haven't colored my
0: eggs yet. I did pick up a, a Easter vinyl though for West. So.
1: What's an Easter oh. vinyl mission?
0: It's a bu- it's a bunny.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, is it a Disneyland white rabbit? Is it mean? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, nope.
0: no, but I might tease it and make it mean.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of like a oh a <laughs> All right. All um, right. Degradation
2: of the teamster. Yes,
0: thank you. Okay, so now my now my housekeeping. Thank you. Okay, so thank you for asking. Um, Last week the Orlando team had a great segment on military discounts at Disney World. I just wanted to add that there are also discounts at Disneyland. Um, and as they were as, as they were saying, the the hotel discounts are um, it just depends on time of year and things like that. They could you know, it could be up to 40 percent or it could be less depending on season and, and time and availability and stuff like that. But the big thing is the three day park hoppers. That are available to U.S. military personnel and their spouse, or active or retired. They are three-day park hoppers for one hundred twenty-five dollars. Wow, which is a great deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, our uh,
1: son always gets those at his base.
0: Yep, uh, lim- limit six on those, um, and you can get them at the at the gate or at at your local military base. Um, current the current offer expires at the end of toward the end of September. they've been renewing it they renewed it a couple years but then this year they bumped up the price a little bit and so right now it just expires September 26 2013. So if you are eligible that's a great deal to take advantage of and I love to see them keep doing that. Um, follow up on my art show from last week. I forgot to mention. The the tickets because um, I know some people had had problems on I don't remember when it was but they had problems going into different parks after midnight so I wanted to mention that I saw on the art tickets that when you activate an art ticket it is good through 3 a.m. the next morning so if you know after midnight it's a different day but the, your art ticket your art bus pass is still good. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's interested in that. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's good to know.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, it's it, you know because some people could say, "Oh, no, it's it's a new day after midnight, and you can't use your bus pass." Okay.
1: So you can get home from the bars.
0: Or you can get home <laughs> from from Trader Sam's. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. What else? That's important. Yes, it is. Coasting for kids. Yay! The time is running out. Well, not time is running out, but space is running out at Knott's Berry Farm. As of this recording, there are. Space for nine more riders. There's only a maximum of 30 riders at at Knott's Berry Farm, so there's only uh, nine spots left. If you want to ride coasters with Mary Jo and I, um, that is June 9th, and it's a great fundraiser for Give Kids the World. So if you're looking to participate, that's uh, coastingforkids.org, or we'll have links in the show notes page, and there's also a thread over on the Diz Unplugged board. Actually, there's a thread on the Disneyland boards, too, with all the information. Uh should be a fun time. If you can't come, be sure to support one of the writers and, and donate to give kids, give kids the World, because it's a great cause. Um, Definitely. Any
2: other,
1: house,
0: any other housekeeping out there?
1: Um, I do. I just wanted to remind folks who are visiting Northern California that the two special exhibits at the Walt Disney Family Museum are, are going to be ending the run soon. Um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the creation of a classic, Mm -hmm. is going to be ending on April 14th, and Between Frames, the magic behind stop-motion animation will be ending on April 28th. So definitely the Snow White one is is most definitely worth a trip, as is the museum. So we will have links to both of these exhibits um, with information on how to get tickets um, in our show notes.
0: Oh, we will? Okay, cool.
1: Yes, I sent those to you. <laughs> you
0: did. <laughs> I should have. I probably should have tagged that email. <laughs> don't forget. than I did. Don't forget chat nights Wednesdays at 9 p.m. We had a uh, last week. We had a lot of new people in there, which was kind of nice. Some new faces. Um, if you need to email the Disneyland team, or want to email the Disneyland team, or need to email it anyway, um, tl podcast at wwwinfo.com Send us your requests. Your Feedback, also feedback, uh, go to iTunes and give us feedback, that would be good. Um, For show notes and links to anything we talk about, visit DizUnplugged.com and click on the link for that particular show and should have everything you need there. Anybody else have housekeeping? Just, just, just Michael, okay.
2: Oh, wait, no, there was something Michael and I did. Michael and I went to Disneyland. We took together. Disneyland
1: by storm. We wow. were filming
2: our- I picked our... up this really cute guy at Carnation Cafe and wow. we had great pickles yeah. together. And I joined
1: them. Oscar? No, we're filming our-
2: um, No,
1: we're filming, Escape from Princess Fantasy Fair. It's the, it's the sequel to nice. Escape from Tomorrowland. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> Well, you know, it, it was complete with with Pimp Mac Daddy Michael.
1: <laughs> hey, baby.
3: Oh
2: man, Carol would have killed us if if you had brought that hat home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: And and so we should make mention to uh follow Twitter. <laughs> Michael and I had a lovely time tweeting about our entire Thanks. They sell and...
1: pimp hats in Adventureland. Did anybody know that? <laughs> <laughs> they do. Free pimp hats. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, we we got to experience Princess Fantasy Fair. Um, the two shows that Tom talked about are fantastic. They're in the sort of tradition of British pantomime. Did you they, see both of them? I saw both of them. Which was the your Rapunzel favorite, one and Beauty and the Beast? You know, they're both totally different. Um, yes, that's,
0: they are. That, So I was right when I said it was like two different people wrote them, right? You
1: yes, know, absolutely.
2: It's more than I ever expected they would be. Because I'm so used to the storytelling with the princess being what we used to see on the television and live right. and in person, and it's not. It's so much more.
1: Yeah. It's clever, engaging. It's it it's there's and it's entertaining. I,
2: cried,
1: it was better than cats. <laughs> I laughed, I cried. You know, emotions mm-hmm. from A to B. Um, mm-hmm. But it was <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, from the youngest. To the oldest, there you'll be entertained. You'll enjoy. And you
2: will be really engaged.
1: Yeah, and and then we partook of the treats. We oh had God, the it's... we had all the twists <laughs> and the 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 chocolate and the strawberry. The good thing is they're not overly sweet. They're yes. really tasty, and they have like a what like a croissant kind of crust. Would you say, Nancy? Between a
2: croissant and a puff pastry kind of texture. It's definitely a a pastry dough and not a random, uh, random whatever kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and and then that, so, that cheddar cheese that, that, what, that one's what, filling. Isn't that it
2: one? the, yeah. the garlic yes. Cheddar yes. cheese. Well, it's because yeah. it's a bagel. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. It was good though. It wasn't too dry, but it, of we course ate we those were on the we way home. <laughs> we were we were we were drinking. We, we also were enjoying them with that boysen apple. Mm-hmm. Drink, which is really tasty. It's sweet, but it's really tasty. Yeah. Yep. It's good, and the Clopin, Clopin's, um music box is great. Enjoy it before somebody breaks it. Nice. Yep. And and um, I and I love Figaro. Really cute. Yeah. But just and we the,
2: saw the hidden and we saw the hidden turret.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The 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 Sleeping Beauty castle turret they uncovered. Uh-huh. Um, and. The only thing that was difficult was the wallow strollers that is blocking the entrance off the hub to, to the, to Fantasy Fair. And it was so bad on the first day I went, people couldn't locate the entrance. So they had, because what they've done is they've strung up a a rope right to the entrance of Fantasy Fair and that's where everybody's parking their strollers. You had to walk all the way around them onto the drawbridge to the castle and then You know, hang a a left to walk in the and walk around all the strollers to get in the fantasy fair. By the second, and so they had cast members there um, directing the guests. By the second day, they had signs up directing you where to walk in order to get in the fantasy fair. But the wall of strollers looks really bad from the hub.
2: They just need to figure out a better way, and and you know, with it being so new, I'm sure that that'll eventually mature into other options. But
1: But, this is this is a great addition. It's beautiful to look at. It absorbs the crowds, don't you think? Remarkably well, Nancy.
2: Yes, I was really surprised how remarkably uncrowded it felt. Yeah. And there's more seating under there than I thought there would
1: be. Yeah, but you know what? those of you who enjoyed swing dancing there, you know, cherish the memories, folks, because there's no way it's coming back. That is not a dance floor anymore. So I don't know why Disney just doesn't come right out and say we're in, it's gone.
0: Well, and, but, and they're doing a lot of construction on the, the quote-unquote temporary stage by ESPN. So I'm assuming maybe they're making it nicer for swing dancing or something?
1: Yeah, but it's not coming back. So you know, it didn't
2: look like a lot of construction was happening on it today when we walked by there. Okay, maybe it's done. done.
1: So, um,
0: well, because they have the, the regular one was under construction, and they had the temporary stage closer to Earl of Sandwich. Right. But then, and that
2: temporary so. stage is still there. Okay. Um, but I don't know what see. they're doing
0: with the real the real stage there. No clue. Yeah.
2: All right. Absolutely no clue. Um, in fact, I didn't even see the real
0: stage. Because it's and it's boarded up.
2: No, I mean like it
0: <laughs> didn't exist.
2: I I don't remember seeing anything blocking my vision.
0: Weird. So I
2: don't know. I mean I can't remember somebody. If anybody's been in the park, email us and tell us.
0: Well, but but in um, the park, it's downtown. Disney I
2: mean, none, you know what I mean. If anybody else was around there today, okay. okay. Like. Anyway. Either confirm or deny, or I can ask Roz later. Okay. Anyway. I got... anyway.
1: So any of you have children, parents? You're going to be spending a lot of time in Princess Fantasy Fair. It's it's a great place.
2: Yep. Um, what else did we notice was something? Oh, can we can we make a note of how many times we saw princesses out front? Of yeah, the park in front of the Floral Mickey, in yeah, the, front of the train station.
1: We I decided that's why the surveyors are inside the park, because the princesses are outside the park at the turnstiles.
2: Multiple different times during the day we saw princesses out, out for meet and greet. So there went our theory that the princesses out front would go away. Right. So that's all gone. Um, there was something else that wasn't like it was supposed to be either. Or that we discovered was a different way. What was it?
1: Anyway. I don't recall. I
2: know. We'll think about that for next time. Okay, we'll, we'll think about that for next right, time. But, but there was something major that I, that wasn't exactly the way it was supposed to be. Weird.
0: And I don't remember what it was now.
2: Because right. you never wrote anything down.
0: Yep. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Um, if there are no more housekeepings, let's head over to Tony with the noose.
3: Okay. First. Starbucks will be making its much-anticipated debut inside Market House this fall. And to make room for this addition, Market House will close next month to begin an expansion into the adjacent space currently occupied by... Disney Anna. Ooh. Disney art and collectible fans will soon be able to find all their treasures in one location as Disney Anna will move to a new home inside the Bank of Main Street building, the current location of the Disney Gallery. The new combined location will continue to present a rotating gallery exhibit featuring Walt Disney Imagineering concept art and pieces from local artists. Market House will reopen this fall, still themed as a turn-of-the-century general store, serving Starbucks products and a selection of specialty Disney pastries. So, go ahead and discuss.
0: I, You know, as much as... I don't know. The store was redundant anyway. Because we had the gallery selling similar merchandise...
1: Yeah, I just don't know how they're going to combine those because Disney Anna Shop had a larger footprint of merchandise and art right. than Disney Anna does. Well,
2: they, they can the probably oh, Than the gallery walls. does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know how
2: they have the sliding walls in a lot of the stores. Um, a lot of the I, gallery. I, I hate stores. to see the gallery stuff go away,
1: though. Right. It just seems like they're you know it's it's like. Things are moving for merchandise. You know, like they got rid of the 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 watches over in the Fortuosity shop. And now they're, you know, the Disney Anna shop opened in 76. It, it moved to the jewelry shop location in 86. And now it's moving to the gallery. So, you know, it's been a fixture on Main Street. And I just hate to see it go because it was so unique. Yeah. I hope we want our
0: coffee.
1: Well, I'm a tea drinker, so I don't. You
0: <laughs> <care. laughs> so
1: can still get one of
2: tea. those fancy tea things.
0: The good news is they've confirmed that the t- the telephones will stay, the checkerboards will stay, so it'll still have the same feel, I guess. But they've but also should. they've also confirmed that the free refill re- free refills are are gone. So
2: that's
1: a bummer.
0: Yeah. Well, did did anybody? Does that t- take anybody's by surprise? Not at all. Yeah.
2: No. Nah. But you know, the way they've done Fiddler 5 for Impractical and kept it in such the theme of the park that it hardly feels like a Starbucks at all, I have really not... Until,
0: until you hear what the cost is. Well, <laughs> yeah,
2: but... I mean, well, hey, let's face it, Disney Lattes were going up for not quite the quality, same quality, That's so... True. It's, you know, it's neither here nor there on that one. You expect that. Uh huh. But... I don't know why everybody's so afraid of... What's going to happen to the market house? Because look what a beautiful job they did with FF&P.
1: How does the coffee in like the Jolly Holiday Bakery compare with Fiddler Pfeiffer and Practical?
2: It's pretty much the same thing. So I think they've been serving it all along hidden.
1: Hmm.
0: Nice.
2: And I've heard other people. I've heard other people make those comments too. That the latte of the same variety served to them at. at Jolly Holiday was the pre- the exact same taste and presentation and sizing as the other one. So I think they've been priming us for it all along. It's just my call.
1: Okay.
2: I could be wrong, but I think it's my call.
0: <laughs> You're never wrong. What are you talking about?
2: That's true, and thank you for that lovely snippet. <laughs> <laughs> I think that needs to go on a,
0: uh, on a I, I could have been talking about anybody.
2: So. <laughs> we'll see. But it was a lovely uh, soundbite.
3: Okay. Next story. <laughs> Di- Disney will impose an age policy at theme parks. Children under age 14 will have to be accompanied by someone 14 or older to get into Disneyland and Disney California Adventure, effective March 23rd. The policy change is going into effect across Disney's American resorts, which previously had varying age policies. We regularly review all policies and identified an opportunity to provide a consistent age of admission and address a question we occasionally get from parents, said Disneyland spokeswoman. Thank you. The Trouble policy, <laughs> the policy was not triggered by any specific issue with unaccompanied children in the park, she said. <laughs> Because most children under 14 do not have government-issued identification cards, the policy won't be enforced by ID checking. Employees will approach those who look young, and if the children are under 14, they will contact a parent or guardian. Families with annual passes, some of whom routinely drop their park their children off at a park for the day, will be notified specifically to ensure that they know about the policy change, Brown said. Okay, I got a question. Mm-hmm. How okay so Andrew and West are at are we're sitting we're sitting at okay well we're gonna sit in, at the bench while you guys go on the ride they're gonna contact them and then say oh our parents are like I'm curious to see how they're gonna actually enforce right this. are
0: they gonna are, is this at, just at the turnstiles or everywhere in the park I mean
1: I had I had the impression it was just at the turnstiles I don't know why right. maybe because, I just because I mean the that.
0: policies is that you can. At seven, you can ride alone.
2: Right. Seven, you can ride alone without an adult stuck in your seat. Right. But you're not going to send a seven-year-old into the – hopefully, you are not going to send a seven-year-old into the park by themselves. That's
0: that's what I'm thinking about, Tony. You know, if if we were at – say we were at Disneyland waiting for the parade and we wanted to send West and – to, and Andrew over to get fast passes for over sort of California.
3: That's yeah. We won't. So we, Tony,
0: we, if we, you, we, you don't think we would do that? You wouldn't think we, we would send him across the Esplanade to the other park?
3: No, I would. Right. But that's what I'm I saying. don't think we're going to anymore.
0: Well, yeah, I know. But
1: Tony, if you lived within like let's say walking distance of Disneyland. How old would Andrew have to be before you, you let him have his pass and just go there for the day? Now this is a serious question. No,
3: no, I'm trying to think. I think around 14. I think I would, okay. cause, like, he, he now rides his bike to school, and that was, like, tough for me at first, even though, you know, if I was a kid I would have done it, and um Disneyland? Well, I, I mean, I know how busy the street is, so I wouldn't have him, it would be more of the transportation to get to Disneyland, but I think about 13, 14 I'd drop him off. If there were other kids, I knew.
0: Right. Um, okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. If he was alone, sure, fourteen. But if it was you know, him and a buddy, oh, I don't
3: know.
1: Because um, he's, cause, he's eleven mean, none now. None of
2: us are mall dumpers. Let's face it. None of us are mall dumpers.
1: But you know the things I asked that because see, growing up in San Francisco, we had a uh, we had like a boardwalk called Playland at the beach, and. At like 11, 12, 13, me and my buddies, we were getting on the bus and going to Playland by ourselves. And our parents were aware of it, but, and we would, um, San Francisco Zoo, which was called Fly Shacker Zoo was free. We'd go there on our own. We'd go to the Academy of Sciences on our own because that was free at the time. And yeah, we were 12, 13 and we were hopping buses and going across the city to do that. So, you know, that's why, that's why I was asking what are, parents comfortable with these days
2: and one of the things we have to keep in mind is the recommended age for babysitting is what is one of the things that this is based on is the red cross standard Um, and that's why the red cross is mentioning 14 is a good age for that you know for leaving your kids alone with a you know a 14 year old babysitter so i mean you gotta we used to baby i babysat at 12 when i was a kid so it's just it's our society has changed so much and it's so different and we do have those generations of mall rats where their parents just dumped them off at the mall, you know, when they were like, you know, 10 and 11 or 9 and 10 and just said have fun and the mall became their babysitter. Huge liability.
1: Do you think there are roving bands of of preteens at Disneyland that are unattended and that's why they did this? I don't. Possible. I don't think so. Yeah.
0: During the summer, I'd... maybe.
2: Oh yeah, I can definitely see so. it in the summer. Uh,
0: you know, I think there are parents who drop the kids off, and, and it's kind of interesting that they announce this right before spring break. But.
2: Well, look at how many people are always in that drop-off
0: circle. Mhm. It's always busy. Well, a lot of them You're... are cast members, though.
2: Yeah. Getting rides and getting getting yeah. picked up yeah. and stuff.
0: Yeah, no, and, can... and and like Tony, I, I don't know Tony. I, I don't think I've seen groups of how how did you describe it? Roving roving teenagers.
1: No, I wasn't though. He was the roving teenagers. The roving bands, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> roving bands of preteens. Yeah, roving
0: bands of preteens. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Just kind of weird that they're having to do that.
2: Well, I think in. Maybe they've had some instances, you know, because keep in mind, this is for all U.S. parks. Yeah. So maybe they've had some instances where which, they've had which a other kid park, get into trouble or in an accident.
0: Other, which other park would have the kind of, I don't know, I think it's, I think it's our I part. think this is at I, at think, I think this is a local Disneyland.
1: park where people No, I can see it in Florida. Trip.
2: I can totally I can. see it in Florida. Parents no, who take no their way. kids on vacation uh-uh. yeah. and they want to like play golf or something, they send their nah, their preteens. No people have different ethics. Like I said, there's a whole generation <laughs> of people who are mall drop offs She just
0: insulted Disney World tourists. Okay. Yeah. No,
2: but I'm just saying, there's a whole generation. That's
0: Nancy at www.info.com.
2: And and who can deny that they were made that they, if. They were brought up that way where they were dumped off at a mall all the time. I mean, where did all those movies come from in the 80s and 90s about the mall rats? Just saying. How many of us went to the mall when we were younger with our parents and saw all of them? I mean, if that's how you're brought up, sometimes that's how you choose to bring your kids up. And maybe they had some kids get in trouble or get hurt and there was no parent at all in the park and they said, Oh, my dad's playing golf or
0: something You
2: know or my mom didn't want to come here so I, so I got sent here.
0: My mom's at the spot. Yeah, nice argument, but it's still based on just that <laughs> I, mean, <but> I, <laughs> I don't know. See I happening. see it yeah.
2: but if you're a tourist on vacation from somewhere else and you're just shipping your kids off to one of the parks while you stay at the hotel or while you do something else.
1: I could see if the parents are staying in, their, in the room and they're letting the you know their children like hop on the monorail and go to the park. I could see that, yeah.
2: Or hop on the bus because it's an easy bus, one place to another. I mean, you can't get lost to Disney World if you're using the bus system and you're staying on a non-property hotel. Just saying. You could. I mean, it's not robing bands, but one <laughs> or two kids can get into <laughs> trouble just as much as three or four
0: however which spokesman gave talked about it That was our spokesperson
1: it was all Disneyland yeah. spokesman yeah. yeah
2: well who announced it for florida no that i was... mean somebody probably had to announce it for florida Nope, too. it
0: was it was a general announcement for all parks oh well
2: suzy right, the corporate yes thank you yeah
1: That's the news.
0: Thank you, Tony. Uh, time for rapid fire. Let's start with Michael.
1: All right. Well, the people who bring you the greatest show on earth will be taking Spider-Man, the Hulk, Thor, and the X-Men on a road, worldwide road show. Um Feld Entertainment, which produces the Ringling Brothers Barnum Bailey Circus, along with a host of other live shows such as Disney on Ice. I was
0: say they're responsible for Disney on Ice too.
1: Yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah. Announced a partnership um, with Marvel Entertainment to produce a live arena show featuring the Marvel Universe characters. Um, the production costs will likely exceed 10 million dollars, Feld so says. This
0: want to be like one of those dinosaur dinosaur shows.
1: I'm hoping I really for-
2: wanted to see that when it came to town.
1: I'm hoping for Avengers on Ice. Oh God! No. Um, The show is in the early stages of development in a new training center that Feld runs in Ellenton, Florida. Um, They said that Feld and Marvel um, said there's close collaboration to ensure the characters act in ways consistent with fans' understanding. (laughs) That's why (laughs) Thor on ice. Nice. And and I I I just and I want to see like you know um, Iron Man doing a triple axel.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, and, and, truck. and Hulk. I don't know. What, what does Hulk do? I don't know. Hulk smash. Hulk smash ice. Yes.
1: <laughs> Trying to bring superhuman characters to life in a live show can be daunting and even dangerous, shown by the <laughs> difficulties suffered in launching the Broadway musical Spider-Man yeah, Turn you. Off the Dark. Thanks. I love this quote. Several performers suffered injuries ranging from concussions to fractured skulls. And what became the most expensive show in Broadway history, the $75 million show, has since become one of Broadway's top earners. Is this like what, the
0: star of Broadway?
1: Yeah, really. well, I, Apparently, it's doing well now. Um, what they tried to do was new for them, but it's the stuff we do all the time in a lot of our business, Feld said. Um, Feld said the live show provides an opportunity to present a wide variety of Marvel characters in a way that will appeal to even casual fans. So look for Avengers on ice at an arena near you.
0: Thank you, Michael. Uh, Nancy.
2: Okay. Um, my rapid fire this week has to do... Thank you, Michael, for the segue about theater.
1: <laughs> You're welcome.
2: <laughs> no problem. Um
0: You'll when be we sorry, talked about Michael. theater, you'll be sorry. I
1: know.
2: <laughs> when we talked about theater a few weeks back with Dolph Ramos, um, the head of uh, Doma Theater Company, one of the things we talked about was pl- there are plenty of large theater places. We didn't mention the Orange County theater places, and the the whole artistic community in Orange County is actually based at the Sergerstrom Center for the Arts, otherwise known as the Orange Orange County Performing Arts Center. Um, So you can Google it either way. Sergerstrom is S-E-G-E-R-S-T-R-O-M. We'll have a link to these on the website. And they have a number of main Broadway shows coming. And The Search Room Center is in Costa Mesa. It's not very far from the Disneyland Resort at all, so it's very easy to get there. Um, This year, some of the the shows you can see starting in April, uh, Billy Elliot, the musical Flashdance, the musical Sister Act. Uh, Let's see. They also have Anything Goes and Catch Me If You Can. Wicked just ended its run. And then in the uh, the next half of the year, their season um, has Evita. Um, oh, actually, wait a minute. I have to go back. Hang on two seconds. Um, they have Evita the Musical, Wizard of Oz, The Book of Mormon, uh, Jersey Boys, Ghost the Musical, the new Tony Award-winning musical Once is actually touring, as well as um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Chicago, and I Love Lucy live on stage. So there's, if you're a theater lover, oh, and I almost forgot, January 14th through 19th, Beauty and the Beast. Wow. Next year, April in April is Mama Mia. For people who don't realize, that's like my favorite. Next year movie. in April. Next year in April. Oh, wow. So a year from now. Um, So there are all kinds of great productions that you can see, and that doesn't even include the symphony performances there. Their restaurant, um, so you could actually do dinner and theater or dinner in the symphony, um, and their restaurant is operated by who else but the Patina Group. Uh So. So oh, you know, Patina runs all of the restaurants at Downtown Disneyland. So those are some great options for you. Now, if you're in Hollywood, there's the Amundsen and, um, and the Pantages theaters, and they will have some of the same um, some of the same productions. The Pantages this year has um, it just finished its run. Uh, Oh, no, I'm sorry. Through this following week, they have Beauty and the Beast up in Hollywood, West Side Story, they have Rain, a tribute to the Beatles, Priscilla Queen of the Desert, Sister Act, Wizard of Oz, Warhorse, Evita, Lion King. Uh, the Lion King is for those of you coming for the Thanksgiving season this year, 20th to 30th of November, um, and then also the 1st through the 31st of December. So, basically the entire Thanksgiving and Christmas season is gonna be Lion King, and then the Book of Mormon's gonna follow <laughs> that at the end of January.
1: That's a fascinating <laughs> Couple of shows together there.
2: And the almus the Almson has some great stuff too this year. They're doing End of the Rainbow through April, then uh Fella, F-E-L-A, is um after that the Scottsboro Boys, then um, The Sunshine Boys, Sleeping Beauty, Peter and the Star Catchers, which for those of you who are Disney fans, um, Dave Barry and Ridley Pearson wrote that series. And they're really awesome books, which give you some backstory to Peter Pan. Um, into And that runs into the beginning of January. Harmony, Porgy and Bess, The Last Confession, and We Will Rock You, all at the Amundsen. So, once again, all kinds of different choices and fun choices of things to see and do.
0: All right, thank you, Nancy. I will go next. I uh, just want to make sure that anybody traveling to Southern California puts the date March twenty fifth, two thousand thirteen, on their calendars because that's going to be a big day in theme park um, theme parks, um, Team Mi- parks. Theme parks. Yes, Mickey and the Magical Map has Woo-hoo! it's been announced that that is opening on May thirteenth. That is the new show going into the Fantasyland Theater. It's about the wise sorcerer Yen Sid, who tells of a wondrous map that with the power to take dreamers to any place imaginable. And of course, the young apprentice Mickey Mouse attempts to paint and screws everything up. And you get music and dancing and all of that. So that's May 25th. But also on May 25th, over at Knott's Berry Farm, all of their new rides on the boardwalk in their boardwalk area open up. That is a Coast Rider, the new, uh, 50 foot, 52 foot high, uh, family roller coaster. It's gonna be like a Mad Mouse roller coaster. The Surfside Gliders, which take, uh, two man aircrafts, uh, to a height of 28 feet and provide a bird's eye view of the boardwalk area. And of course the Pacific Scrambler, which is just a scrambler. So, all of those open on the 25th of May as well. That is also the beginning of Memorial Day weekend, so I'm assuming by that time, any summer promotions at Disneyland will have started, it, the Magical Fireworks will most likely be back, and like I said, any summertime limited magic time magic, blah, blah, blah promotions going on. So, May 25th is the day to watch. Uh
3: Tony? Okay. Okay. I think you said March just before. So I just probably, to remind us. May twenty fifth.
0: May twenty fifth. March twenty fifth is tomorrow and that would be yeah, yeah anyway.
3: Okay, so at the Disneyland Resorts limited time magic spring I'm sorry, fling. March twenty
0: fifth is three days ago, I meant to say. Okay.
3: <laughs> spring fling, the limited time magic event for spring is happening March twenty fifth to march thirty first. And the fact fe- the fe- activities, the festivities, uh have the Easter Bunny showing up, and you can post your photos at Town Square on Main Street. You can also watch for a special bunny hop dance on Main Street USA starring the Easter Bunny and some Disney friends, including the Dapper Dans, Mickey Mouse, and Minnie Mouse. And then there's an Easter egg hunt at Disney California Adventure Park with the Wilderness Explorer egg hunt. Russell and Doug have hidden oversized Easter eggs throughout Redwood Creek Challenge Trail, and you can track them down, follow the clues, and solve the puzzle to earn your very own spring activity badge.
0: Activity.
3: If if you are an annual pass holder, you can get in an hour early. Nice. So if you check that out on the Disneyland on the annual pass holder site or the Disneyland blog, but uh, annual pass holders can get in an hour early to look at those things. The an hour early for the egg hunt, and then also you'll get a limited time. Ability to purchase Oswald the Lucky Rabbit ear hat, available at Oswald Service Station in Disney California Adventure Park, while supplies last.
0: <laughs> Woohoo! That's
2: not
3: Isn't a that time. Anyway. It, uh-huh.
2: Did anybody actually do the um, Vinylmation Easter egg hunt that's been no. going on at California Adventure right now? Mm, no. Well, Roz did it's, it it's um, yesterday. Our, our friend of the podcast, Roz, um, actually went and did the whole Easter egg hunt, and she pointed out a couple things to us this morning. And as we went through the park on our own, even though we didn't want to pay the small fee for it, mm-hmm. um, Lily was incredibly good at spotting the Easter eggs cool. that were um, that, that were hiding around. So she's trying to correct me right now. Shh. <laughs> We're doing a anyway, podcast. Maybe. taping. Go, go, go. Oh, tape. Anyway. Two seconds. So anyway, it looked like a lot of fun, and the vinyl nation keychain that you got was worth twice the amount you actually yeah. paid to do the thing. But so, it was—it so wasn't they, a they, special one. So or anything. they had some
0: sh- to get rid of. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
3: All right. And- Oh, I know that if you're the annual pass holders that want to do the uh, egg hunt, it's during the first hour of daily park operation from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., and you just have to present your annual pass to the cast member at the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Time for the thread of the week. I get to pick it this time. Yay for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I'm going to choose this thread by Rentayenta, R-E-N-T-A-Y-E-N-T-A, don't know how to pronounce that. For those who drive to Disneyland... Road trip traditions. He or she, he or she, uh, she writes, We'll be driving to Salt Lake City, from Salt Lake City to Anaheim with a stop in Vegas overnight. Just wondering what some of your road trip traditions are from food to movies, game, music, anything. And here are some of hers. Uh, View of Las Vegas by Elvis as we head into Vegas. We always seem to watch Murray Poppins and Aladdin. Uh, beef jerky and While slice.
1: they're driving?
0: Yeah, apparently in the ba- maybe in the back seat. <laughs> uh beef jerky and sliced apples with fruit dip as a staple as well as cheese and crackers though that's painful to admit lunchables too and sunflower seeds a whole new world playing when we pull into the disneyland resort pin trading with each other in the car before we even arrive chatting about who wants to ride what first and of course spotting the matterhorn from the freeway what are some of your favorite road trip traditions so they've they've got a lot. Of, I mean, this threads up to seven pages already. The the theme that that I I started on because I respond on the thread, and something that's universal it looks like across is In yes, and Out Burger.
1: I was just thinking that. And,
0: and I and, you know and a lot of people are the same way I am where I don't eat In and Out Burger at home. I eat In and Out Burger when I'm traveling to Disneyland. It's just one of those things. that's, okay. Stop in Santa Clarita, eat, eat an almond burger. The other, the other thing that I saw that I'm not I, I, as I'm not as unusual as I thought I was was the sunflower seeds. I always have sunflower seeds when I drive. For some reason, they keep me awake. So especially when I'm driving late at night or early in the morning, I have sunflower seeds, eating them in the car, and somehow the motion of doing all that keeps me awake. Um,
1: does do you anybody spit
0: else the shells? In a cup. <laughs> Michael, do you have any traditions? Or do, you drive, do you drive down or do you fly we, down?
1: We tend to drive down. Okay. And one of our traditions is now we leave at like 5 in the morning yes. to avoid the traffic right. um, down there. We, we have a couple of places that we enjoy stopping off at. Um, one is the Apricot Tree. Okay. And I and we always eat there. They also have clean bathrooms. Nice. And we listen to podcasts generally on the way down. Yeah, of course, the Dis Unplugged is always the number one. And then there's a variety of others we listen to or music. And, and all the others. And and then um, we always get gas in Santa Clarita. And yeah, if we're going to eat again. Oh, you get we'll, gas
0: in Santa, Santa Clarita? Really? It's like five dollars a gallon.
1: It's it's expensive all up and down Highway 5, yeah, that's true. So, but I learned if I don't get it there and I get caught in traffic, I yeah, exactly. will run out of gas. Yeah. Or I'll be too low for comfort by the time I get yeah. to Disneyland, yeah. and it's a good time for another bathroom break because yeah, we also get it at the apricot tree. Um, there's a bunch yeah. of gas. Do you, do you have a
0: recommended there. bathroom in Santa Clarita or –
1: uh, it's usually whatever restaurant we're going to there. I have a couple I don't recommend. There's one taco place that – oh, the, the, the smells that come out of that place. Nice. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what creatures they're butchering in there, but it's just foul, what comes out of the gutters and the sewers and everything around there. But um, it's right near a Chevron station and all nice. that, right near Magic Mountain.
0: Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's further up.
1: Yeah, so anyway. Tony
0: or, but, uh, Tony or Nancy, you want to chime in on this?
1: And my wife's um, tradition is to sleep. Yes, exactly. And I'm saying that to see if she even listens to this podcast <laughs> and yells yeah, at me.
0: Yeah, she, yeah, oh,
2: I'm so totally with her on that because I do that from our drive, on our, even on our drive to Burbank. I'm always falling asleep in the car. Dan, um, you said they were coming from Vegas, right?
0: Yeah, they're coming from Salt Lake City through Vegas.
2: Through Vegas. Okay. If they're looking for a good place to stop um, on the Vegas route, and Tony
0: can No, chime they, they weren't. But go ahead.
2: Well, no, but I mean, if they're looking for some things to do or some places to stop that mm. they want some uniqueness. Oh, like to- a giant
1: ball of yarn or something. Yes, exactly mm. the the thermometer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the barista thermometer and the strawberry shakes at the Greek restaurant. Nice. The strawberry shakes at the Greek restaurant are awesome if they're into wanting to, you know, just stop and get a, a quick snack or something before making it all the way. Um, the outlet mall um, that's in Barstow. No, not Barstow.
0: Is it Barstow? Anyway, I don't know.
2: Anyway, there's a, there's an outlet mall along the way about halfway between the thermometer and um hitting the, the beginnings of L.A., that's a good place to stop. The Starbucks there has a clean bathroom, and and you can get Starbucks on top of it for your way down. Um, there's a couple interesting other places. I can never remember the place that has the funky McDonald's and the train cars. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's Barstow. I, that's Barstow.
2: Is that Barstow also? Yeah. Okay. You know, Barstow has a couple components, and we've never actually ever really investigated it much past those two things off the freeway. So, um, but we used to. I mean, is there a replacement for the purple gremlins and the bugs? Nah, still slug bug. Okay, still bugs. Yeah. Is it? Is there anything that? Did PT Cruisers replace that? Yeah, I, I
0: think know. we had talked about this before that that my my son looks for PT Cruisers.
2: Okay. So you know, we used to always do stuff like that. Um, snacks. I am horrible about road snacks. Um, <laughs> anything new that looks like it's fun in a bag. What the heck?
0: <laughs> like uh, chicken and waffle lays.
2: Oh my god don't even bring those things up. It's just
1: nasty. <laughs> I like that. Fun in a bag. That sounds like a just some sort of marketing line. I know.
2: <laughs> well like remember when Chex Mix came out we road tripped a lot when Chex you know all the different Chex mixes in a bag came out. Those things are expensive. They are now. But and everybody's trying to get their version of it. Uh-huh. Um I like a lot of the snacks that come from Target, the Archer Farms brand, uh, snack mixes and trail mixes and stuff. Those are always great to have in the car on a road trip. And the dried fruit. Tony,
0: you got any traditions?
3: Uh, I always like to stop at one of those truck stops and check out, especially for the, like, snacks I haven't seen before, and yeah. then you got to try those.
1: <laughs> like okay. a Slim Jim uh, or something? Yeah, there you
3: go. Well, no, I we'll always try, we'll try to find like a chip brand I haven't seen before oh, or yeah, some okay. kind of... Different kind of snack. Um, that's really, I hate to say that's it, but I, and then try to find some place that's not a franchise to stay.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you're coming from Salt Lake City. If, I don't know if you're a big fan of Del Taco. I'm not like the greatest Del, I'm not against Del Taco or whatever, but I guess the original Del Taco is in Barstow and all my friends have told me. And of course, when I went there, I ordered a burger, so it wasn't anything different, but they have stuff apparently on the menu at the one in Barstow off of 15 that you can't get anywhere else. And that apparently, like the size of the portions are way larger. So nice. There's there's a little tip.
0: We're we're taking our road trip in July from from here up to Vancouver in Canada, a. Eh? Um, and so we were talking about today with the people we're traveling with, and we were all in agreement that when we get to a place and stop and stop for dinner, we want to eat in some some place that's not a chain, something we are sewing something we don't have here just to experience something different. So that's always fun on the road.
2: For work, I used to cover the Pacific Northwest through Oregon and, and Washington. I drove the five through there a lot. And there are some really nice things to see and do off of that. So
0: Cool. All right. Thank you, everyone. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplug. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland segments this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember... Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.